Hey, one love. How are you guys today? Oh my goodness. It has been a very interesting last couple of days. Um, <laughs> I hope yours has been better than mine at some points, as good as mine as others. And uh, it's been interesting. So I hope you all have had <clears throat> a very wonderful Wednesday. Let me tell you about mine real quick. Oh my goodness, I got so much. Actually, I have so much to say. I have so much to be grateful for, y'all. Oh my goodness. So this has been a wonderful Wednesday. I'll tell you that. Now, it has been a wonderful Wednesday following a very difficult <laughs> and interesting frustrating um Tuesday which was preceded by a <laughs> um like going into the weekend was this is it has been all crazy it's been backwards it's been painful it I have had from Thursday to now, it has been interesting. A lot of flips and loops and twists and turns. But to be in the state that I'm in after all of that, all I can say is praise be to Allah. Like, I'm so excited. Listen, when I tell you that a relationship with the Lord makes a difference in your life, please believe. There's no way I can be where I am, sitting even talking to you doing like it has been at just the last four days has been crazy and I'm so grateful for it because first of all I think I thank God I see the growth you know the things that that he's done in my life and in me as a person on top of that like he has really oh my goodness I'm so grateful so much. I have so much to be grateful for. So I don't know if you have um, seen the Facebook. We did Therapeutic Tuesdays yesterday. Oh, it was so good. I love talking to Liz. When I tell you, that's like, she is very easy to talk to. And it's fun, you know. And I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to be on EDP 365 every third Tuesday from 7 to 8 for Therapeutic Tuesday. So, did you catch that just now? See what I did there? <laughs> um, that's when it'll be air. Please be a part of it. Um, I love the fact that it, I had people to talk to. Like, um, not only just her, but she was reading the comments and the questions and I'm excited about it. Oh my goodness. So, we were supposed to go over the chakra oils. Well, I'm going to say supposed to, but that was the idea for the show. Um, when we spoke on another um, another time, we, we went, um, excuse me, I don't remember which one it was because we talked for Entrepreneur of the Week. Um, when I was Entrepreneur of the Week, we had two interviews with that. And then we had, so I don't remember when it was, but um, yeah, we were talking about, we got on, kind of got touched about chakras and she was saying that she wanted to know more and she's sure other people do too so that was going to be the topic and i was going to go through the information that i found about the chakras it's so amazing y'all oh my goodness um i've learned a lot and i'm still learning that's the thing 
like I'm still learning, but I'm excited to share what I do know. And, you know, I was going to go through that because we just, you just, the having your chakras in alignment can affect your life in many different ways, physically, mentally, spiritually. So we're going to go through those. But when we start talking, I love an organic conversation. I, you know, I'm with that hands down a hundred percent. So I'm like, you know, we, she started talking, she started out, she was speaking on, um, Kurt, the Kurt Franklin thing. And so next segment, we're going to talk about that. It was like, I, I just enjoyed it. I really, really did. And then, um, it's just, it's, it's been a lot and it's been interesting. And I thank God that I'm able to focus on the good things and just give him the negative things. I don't know if I, I know I'm sorry. I'm not gonna lie. I know I would not have done that my old self. I wouldn't have been able to just look at the positive and just let the negative be. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have had to go into all of my emotions of why I feel how I feel. I would have had to express those feelings. I would have had to say everything that was on my mind. Um, I would have had to feel it. But it's like, I thank God for bringing me to a place where there's no need for all of that. And it's like, you don't realize how much you cause your pain by making yourself have to feel it. You know, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't mean cause your pain, but you make it worse. Because at this point, I realized that the scripture, and I always say, there's no pain that God can heal. There's no pain that God can heal because the scripture tell you that. But I never really understood it from the aspect of since there's no pain that he can heal, that means you got to give it to him, right? So when you give it to him, why feel it then? Why put yourself through that torture if he's going to have it anyway? Now, at this point, and again, I thank him because although I've always said, you know, how you feel is valid. If you feel some type of way, you got a right to feel that way. I've always said that, but I never understood that since it's valid anyway, you don't need to validate it. You don't need to go through each and every detail, the ins and the outs, because when you go through it mentally, you feel it physically. At least I do when my, especially when my emotions are strong. When you're sad, you cry, right? There's always a physical something that comes from an emotion. That's how you know you're all tied in. And which is, again, another reason why I wanted to go over the chakras, because when you keep those aligned, it shows in every aspect of your life. Not just your chakras, though, because I feel like it go deeper than that. For me, it goes down to a spiritual relationship with the Lord. That spiritual connection keeps me emotionally and mentally you know in line and that uh, means i don't have any tension or stress or trigger points or tension headaches or i don't have to cry i don't have to scream i don't have to punch something i don't have to cuss somebody out you know i thank god for that and i'm even more grateful now that i think about it for the test because it was not a small test it was that the 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 thing that I'm just giving to him is really not small to me at all. And at one point it would have took me completely over. The fact that it's deeper for me and it hit harder, but yet there's less of response, that's growth. I'm happy about that. I'm, I'm, I'm thanking God for that. 
so and on top of that you know he allowed me to really really look at the positive go into the positive stay in the positive you know and that attitude of gratitude i was praising on my way to work today you don't who listen give me that by kirk franklin and molly you know the only way i remember his name let's go get him hey molly let's go <laughs> well um not him but that this name whenever i can't remember his name i think about that but i really 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 like that song he says give me that joy i can't explain the extra peace that'll ease the pain and i want that love that'll never change give me that like whew, if that ain't the truth like, how can you have joy at a time when you're supposed to be sad, frustrated, angry when something would otherwise weigh you all the way down? How you have joy if it ain't for God, right? That extra peace that ease the pain, the fact that it's not taking you over, the fact that there's a peace beyond what you see, what you experience, it ease the pain because you don't feel it no more. It's not, and the thing is, it's not that you don't absolutely feel it, but he didn't say take it away, he said ease anyway, right? But it's... I don't feel half as bad as I would um otherwise hold on I have a I have a business that makes money and can sustain itself then I have a business a passion that keeps me up at night the dilemma is my motivation <laughs> I love that go ahead Siobhan don't have to be a dilemma though let me holler here about that that's my girl man um what did I get on here for? Oh, okay. Um, wanted to talk about the achievements. So yeah, I was saying that made me happy. And I just wanted to check real quick to see if anybody, if there are any updates. I didn't get a chance to do it before. Nope. Oh, wait, is this new? Oh, okay. Still no one. All right, so there are no, there are no additional from last week. Not last week, week before last asked you to let me know what you're proud of no one's proud of anything i guess no nobody's listening huh <laughs> oh my goodness um yeah so either who i'm so proud of that like i'm seriously proud of that this probably was one of the ones i should have recorded on a video because I'm, I'm gonna start working on that too but i want to show this smile like it's amazing and the thing is, a part of me, like, have you ever been through something that hurt you real, real bad? And you, you want to, like, I want to cry if I need to cry. Like, I'm not against crying. I just haven't cried. And it's like, every time I feel bad, the Lord allowed me to feel good. Like, this is amazing. So let me tell you, um, we was talking about the stones on Therapeutic Tuesday, too. Um, and I've mentioned before that, I, I feel like the stones, I feel like they're tools. It's one of the things that I feel like they're one of the tools that are used by God, right? So 
of course, anything can be used improperly. Anything. You knew that. That food. You know, you eat too much, it's used improperly. And it affects your body negatively when it should be sustaining you and keeping you good. Right? So just like the stones, they have energy, you know, and they help retract. They help actually attract, repel. You know, they can do a lot with energy. Um, but it all depends on what you want to do with it. So personally, well, first, and then some people, that's why some people can use it for negative. And I understand how it's got its negative connotation based on some of the things that can be done with them. So, I mean, they're, they're tools given to us by the creator. Of course, there's something about them, right? But I believe, again, everything should have its balance. And when you use anything according to how the Lord leads you to use it, I don't believe there's a right and wrong way for anything at this point. But when you do things how the Lord tells you to do it, then you're doing it the right way for you. Might be different for somebody else, but it's the right way because it's the right way for you. So for me, with the stones, I don't pray to them. I don't meditate to them. I don't go to them when I have a problem. I'm also use them to assist with the problem, right? I don't go to it for a problem, but I will use it to assist with the problem. So at this point, um, if I'm drawn to one for whatever reason, um, Sometimes I could be drawn to if I if I'm very familiar with the stone or the emotion that I'm going through when I'm drawn to it, um, I would know why. But if I don't know why, then whatever stone I'm drawn to, I look it up and that'll give me an idea of why I was drawn to it. And I would wear it then or use it then. You know, when I say use, I just mean like have it with me. Um, allow it to like get that energy or what have you do whatever it's supposed to do um otherwise I don't mess with them like not until I'm drawn to it and so today it was so interesting that Shantae bought me the Amzanite she said it was on her bed now the boys have been messing with the stones Bell's quick to knock them off the um ledge I leave them up there so they can get the elements um, cleansed by the sun and the moon but it wasn't a coincidence that she bought me Amazonite and that told me a lot because I hadn't like, I just saw Amazonite when Martinum had them but I wasn't drawn to it then but when it came to me and I touched it I was like oh yeah I do need this one but I couldn't remember exactly what it did so we looked it up and I'm like wow and that gave me a little bit more clarity like umph like that little extra edge to keep on the path you know like keep keep doing what I'm doing like you know just it was it was a good comforting motivation and I was actually happy to have it you know because it was actually at a time where I was starting to feel I was actually starting to feel kind of down like the the other side of like what I'm dealing with was really starting to get to me and then all of a sudden, she, Shantae said she was on the bed. She came she's like, this one on my bed. I'm like, what? And so, like, all I can say is thank God. Like, praise be to Allah. Because I'm grateful for the way he moved my life. And I'm grateful for allowing him to, oh, I'm sorry, him allowing me to be in this place that I, that where I can encounter this in this way. Like, it's amazing. So, I say all that to say. If you have not ever 
try to create it for yourself personally in whatever form that you know him as even if you see this is my theory right we was just talking about with therapeutic tuesdays was talking about how you can make it fun and enjoyable to eat right don't have to be a chore and it's the same way like i think people have the same idea with spirituality or living for the lord it's like you think it's gonna be a task gonna be boring gonna be a chore gonna be hard but it doesn't have to be you might not know exactly or even agree see with religion it also come down with agreeing sometimes we get older or whenever we have grown outside of our church home or denomination or whatever and it's normally when you get older when you really start questioning it and you like don't want to be a part of that but you don't really know what to be a part of or where you're going to go from there i suggest and just my suggestion just my opinion what i did was i just went back there like i was looking for him for myself at that point but that was the foundation of what i knew and so you don't have to always just because you don't agree with something or just because something um doesn't you know you don't got to take all of it that's what i'm saying if it's familiar to you if it's comfortable to you to begin with then just start there that don't mean you're going to stay familiar i mean you know just because it's familiar don't mean that's where you're going to stay or just because it's comfortable that don't mean that it won't ever get uncomfortable but the more you grow it should you know but if you ever need a starting point a starting point or you know just go to your foundation and go from there like so i started um, like when I when I really started studying and reading the Bible for myself, for me it was after I had gotten older and stopped going to church for a while and lived my early twenties life, you know, working and doing everything else I wanted to do. When I started reading for myself and I started seeing that what I was reading didn't fully line up with what I was being taught. I didn't stop going to church though right then it was more so like i i'm gonna just follow the word you know and then let that 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 started leading me to other things that i didn't know but you don't have to like and even if you don't know i don't think there's anything wrong with communicating with people somebody that you trust or somebody that you believe will tell you the truth and i think that's important when it comes down to religion because it's all honestly we all look for a one way and a right and a wrong, but I don't think that applies to religion. That's why no one can tell you anything outside of their story. And people always say, well, you know, well, you interpret it this way, you interpret this way, you say one thing. Yeah, that's true. But it's the difference in saying one thing that the words say, like, cause you, me and a hundred other people can read the same scripture and get a different interpretation, right? Some of them are gonna be very different from somebody else and some of them, could possibly be dead wrong and the only way that i feel like you can know that it's dead wrong is when you saying something that the scripture clearly don't say like say for instance if the scriptures say uh what's one of the ones that's i feel like really taking out of context which one which one which one oh, i can't think of it right now oh here going so if okay how about give to the lord right and he'll give back to you right 
if that only means to you your money then which is one of the ones that is really really because i'm thinking like now if the scriptures say and this is how you can tell with the word and, and at least my opinion right if the scripture says that the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof it already belonged to him can anybody give you what's already yours right if the scriptures say that the lord provide your needs then i mean it's his and he's providing for you so you can't give him that so then why would it say give to the lord when it's talking about money it seemed to me that it was it would be saying giving of your heart giving of your time giving of your submission giving of your obedience you know the scriptures say that they praise me with their hands in their mouth but their hearts are far from me so that's something that you have an option to give that's not already his right so if you give, that means you. I can't give you what's already yours. You can't give God what's already his. So like when you think about it, it doesn't really add up, now does it? <laughs> but I digress. Um, When you try him for yourself, people can give you, you know, like an idea or suggestion and you can take it and, you know, I feel like that applies where Everybody may not need to read every day. If you need to read every day, that's fine for you. If you know somebody else to read every day, that's fine. But you probably will know it until you try reading every day and then it don't it don't work for you. Or if, you know, some people have to um Well, there's so many different things. But it's up to you. Like and you're not gonna follow all of them to a T, all of the um, the ins and outs and the do's and the don'ts but at the same time I believe that it varies so much because it's for the individual if it apply to you it apply to you if it don't it don't so if you do something and you're convicted doing it then yeah maybe that's not what God wants you to do because I believe conviction only comes from God he made you so he gave you your consciousness and he gave your conscience I mean he well, gave you consciousness too but if he if you start feeling bad about something that you did, then you already know you're wrong. Obviously, he the one correcting you. So that's what you don't do. But you don't need nobody to tell you that. And sometimes we try to shut it up by getting other people to tell us otherwise, especially if it's something that we don't want to do. But all I'm saying is this. Give them a try if you haven't already because that battling with doing right, doing wrong, reading, doing you know the things that we feel like are so important or not the things that we judge other people by and the things that we feel that other people are judging us by basically those things should not stop you from having a personal relationship with him because i'm trying to tell you to have one is worth it to go through problems and difficulties and failures and stresses illnesses losses without him is a real big difference than going through those things with him and i'm speaking from experience like right now like i'm trying to tell you <laughs> i just want you to try it like the scripture say oh taste and see that the lord is good you can't go wrong you can't go wrong 
only way you can go wrong is if you're not trying him for yourself. You can't try him for somebody else. Meaning, if somebody got to go to church every Sunday because they feel led to go to church every Sunday and it makes them happy, but it don't make you feel happy, don't feel bad because don't compare yourself to that. That's not what he got for you to do. If you don't feel bad by not going to church on Sundays. Now, if every time you walk past somebody and you see them in need and you feel bad because you didn't give them something and you make start making excuses well, I don't know what they're going to do but still you feel something in your heart you're disobeying him and you just need to not because that's him telling you that so it, it may not be how somebody else is or do it but that's not what you measure yourself by you know and even if it's your pastor or the person that you kind of look up to and it's okay to have somebody that you look up to but it's not okay to have somebody that you worship or idolize because they're human just like you. Their walk is a journey just like yours. Nobody's got it perfect. So when they stumble and fall just because they're human, don't let them take you down because you had them at the top of your tier. So that when that fall off, just like a big old head on a skinny stick, you know, it's gonna fall over. Don't, don't let that happen. Because the thing is, the creator will never let you fall. You'll never fall over following the creator, obeying him, how he leads you. You will have ups and downs, but you won't ever fall. So, um, and when I say fall, like we, we kind of feel like sin and it's falling. Like, oh, I took a drink today. Oh, I messed up or something like that. <laughs> I feel like if it's something that you're struggling with, if it's something that you're battling with, you haven't been delivered from, that's not a fall in my opinion. It's a stumble because you ain't got over it yet. It's only, I feel like a fall comes in when, um, when, when you do something that you are already been delivered from and then you go back and do it. <laughs> that to me is a fall. Everything else is a stumble because you, this is like, like when a baby started walking, they stumble a lot. Like, and it's like a stumble because they won't never walk in right to say that it's a fall. Like, there was, their legs won't right to begin with. You knew that it was going to, it's a stumble when they go down. They get back up. But, like, once you're 20 and 30 and you hit the ground, that's a fall. <laughs> you know, once you're 10 and you hit the ground, that's a fall. You know, in my opinion, I mean, I'm just saying, but sometimes we be so hard on ourselves. Or we let the enemy cause us to be so hard on ourselves. We let the enemy deceive us, which is that lower self, that 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 part of you that don't want to give it up anyway. That's why you still either back doing it or still stumbling with it. It'll have you like, hey, well, yeah, might can't go back now, but yeah, you can. Why you can't? Not perfect. Not expect to be perfect. No, you're gonna fall. So that means when you do, you get back up. That means you be prepared. That mean you don't stay there long enough for nothing. You just get on back up. No grass. Supposed to grow under a stumble. So, and that's the thing. The creator is merciful. And it's like, I don't understand why that's not the message more so in church. Uh, instead of the fire and brimstone and you're going to hell if you do this, if you do that. But why would God tell you in so many ways why would he express his mercy if he would never need it if he would never use it that's what makes him 
amazing. It's one of the many things about him that I praise him and worship him, worship him for. Because it's not that he got to be. We ain't deserving of it. But to utilize and to appreciate and to understand his mercy, that means that you fall, you mess up, you do stuff on a regular basis. That's what mercy is. But yet he still loves you beyond it. And just like in the scripture say, um, I can't quote it exactly, but it's saying if you get disciplined and you did wrong, like, okay, you know, like you did wrong. But if you get disciplined for something that you didn't do, it would basically sound like basically sound like it's honor. I can say honor, but it's like basically the Lord gonna look out for you either way, right? But it was saying to be patient, that's what it was. Yeah, so if you get, so say for instance, if I stole something and then I get locked up, I can't be so mad because I stole it, right? But if I get locked up and I didn't steal something and I trust and depend and wait on the Lord to deliver me, you know what I mean? But then the point, like, I can be more frustrated about it because I didn't do it. Like, like you know, it's not, you know what I mean? Especially if you can prove it, but mm, long story short. Um... It's like, and what to me, what I go back to is pretty much you to be, you, you got to be held accountable. You got to know that you can be held accountable for what you do, you know, um, but his mercy is what takes care of you, you know, because whether you intended a minute or not, he will forgive you. That's his mercy. Now we're drawing to an end. I enjoyed it. See you in the next segment. love thank you all for joining me for the last portion of the wonderful wednesdays podcast this segment um i really want to touch on something that's really been very big for me this year and that's truth and honesty right the thing that's been on my mind dealing with that though is more so now before i get to that real quick i gotta say and if i can find it again oh my goodness this morning before i went to work when i was reading the those messages uh hopefully i'll I'll probably come back to it but it was amazing i'm like wow and it was right on time and it was talking about truth and honesty um but what i've been thinking about the last couple days probably leading into a week now is how society cannot handle deal with or accept the truth and you know it's bad when and this is honestly just my opinion i'm not saying that there are not other factors and you know along with it but one of the things that i value about autism is that it, it just it's, it's like it it takes away the sugar coating and a filter people with autism or i guess certain spectrums of it um or i don't know if i said it right certain areas with it but the people that just say exactly how they feel i don't think there's nothing wrong with that and it's like how can you diagnose the truth as a problem and then because honestly we, we you teach the children that but don't say that to people you can't say that you don't can't talk to people and, and like the thing is 
the reason why it's okay to me because I've never seen it done in a rude way. I feel like it's rude. You can't. I'm not talking about if you cussing people out, but if if you say I don't like that or that's bad, you know, <laughs> um, or no, I I don't I don't see just the way they do it. I don't see anything wrong with it, honestly. I really don't, and I think that it's crazy that you diagnose it as something wrong and then you teach the child or the person that oh no you you can't tell people the truth that's basically what you're saying you can't tell people the truth you can't say how you truly feel but i just don't understand why you can't yet okay and if they don't like it um how are you supposed to speak for what a person would or would not like you're supposed to speak their what they want to hear and not your truth that's I, that doesn't sit well with me it does not and to me it says it, it points a real big finger at really what we value in a society and and how we just want to be told whatever we want to hear so much so that when people who are born without that foolishness now they're the wrong ones <laughs> I just think that's crazy. I really do. Um, because I, I, I genuinely feel like unless you're rude or disrespectful, there's nothing wrong with being straightforward and honest. How is that wrong? That's what I don't get. How is that a problem? Like, if you if you were to tell someone, I don't think that looks good on you. Is that wrong? How? That's your opinion. Why do they value it so much that it can actually affect them? It's, it's your opinion. Especially if they ask. Like, it's crazy. Somebody asks you something, and then when you answer, they're offended by your answer, but they asked you. They asked you. But it's like they were looking for a particular answer now they're upset when they didn't get it but if that's the answer you're looking for why'd you even ask like why didn't you just tell yourself it or like what's the point of involving a whole nother brain if it's already figured out in yours and can't nobody go against it without it affecting you why even talk to other people just live in your own head (laughs) or your own world like that is just crazy to me and honestly, that has been a problem that I've encountered all my life. And people say, you got a smart mouth. I'm like, how is it a smart mouth? I'm not intending to be smart. And then I even got to the point where when people tell me, like certain people, depending on who the person is, depending on what it is. But when they used to say, don't get smart with me, I'm like, I didn't get smart. I was born smart. I didn't just get anything. <laughs> like, I'm just... I, I don't think it's a smart mouth to just say how you feel. Because I still don't see what's wrong with it. And maybe it's because I possibly had autism growing up. Who knows? But I don't see anything wrong with it. I also don't think that there should be a point of labeling. And that's another thing that tripped me out. We are so big on labels right now. You can't call people a particular thing you know you can't even not even pronouns he and she and stuff you can't even say that properly anymore because at this point 
the simple two that there were is so many others now. And you, I don't even know the names of some of them. And, and otherwise you're labeling someone, but yet you label honesty as autism. Saying what's on your mind is a problem. Like, oh, it's just, I don't, I just don't understand it. But at the same time, like you, I just feel like the labels are misplaced, I guess. Because, I, I, well, I don't know. I don't know if I say I can, I don't think, I, I don't know if I can say that I think is misplaced because at the same time, I don't think that autism should have a label, period. I think it should be normal. I think it should be accepted. And I, I don't think you should tell the child that they are anything. You know, just because they they do things differently, um, I, I don't I don't think that that's possible. It's almost like to say that if you don't grow in the same way that everyone else grows, then there's a problem with you. But who says that that's the right way and the only way that it's supposed to be to suggest that something different is a problem? Who said so? Who said so? We got more than one tree. We got more than one color. We got more than one race. We got more than one gender. We've got more than one fruit. <laughs> Why is there only one way? And otherwise, it's wrong when it comes to pretty much anything, honestly. I don't understand that. I mean, I, I just don't. But this is my opinion. Um, what do you think about that? And I think like this is well. Well, yeah, I'll just say what what do what do you what do you think about that? Because um, that's one of the ones where I don't think the label need to be. I don't think that a child needs to know that they have a mental, supposedly, issue. Because, like, why would you tell somebody that they're wrong in who they are? You know? Like, no one sits down with, with kids that are deemed normal and say, hey, you're normal. I just want you to know. So, how, how, I just, I don't understand. I don't think it's right to say, to tell a child that, that they're even different like and i mean don't get me wrong it's okay to say the different than which they will clearly see and i think that the knowledge of that should cut should help them you know be more patient and understanding because it can be frustrating when you don't really fit in or and it can be saddening when you don't connect with so many other kinds of people and it's like you feel lost sometimes it's possible i uh can't say i felt like that but i had those thoughts the fact that I didn't mind being alone made it okay, but you know, you do think about, dang, I don't have no, like, I don't really click with a lot of people, even though I get along with them. There's nothing that's like, you know, absolutely me and this person at all times. Like, I don't have any long, outstanding years, years, years of friendships, you know? And the thing is, I don't have any problem about it, though. It's not like, I mean, I, I, you know, of course. Everybody's got some friends that they're no no longer friends with due to uh, uh issue, but I don't have any negative feelings toward any of them. 
Um, but yeah, the the point I was making was I don't think that um it's okay to tell kids that or to treat them in a different way. I think it's great, perfect, and honestly unacceptable otherwise um to help them and assist them and and have patience with their emotional state especially you know when it fluctuates or when things trigger them or to understand they may have twitches or stems you know things that stimulate them but at the same time that doesn't mean it's wrong i just feel like it's different yeah it is different different don't mean wrong in my opinion because i don't believe it's no one particular right way for other things that's opposite of it to be wrong you know so but again that's just my opinion and honestly man if it was up to me everybody would just do whatever it is that they want to do there would be no rules and there would be no judgments like and i just wish we honestly i wish we can get i wish that we can get away from this whole judgment thing because if you understood that no one can judge you, you wouldn't even be worried about it. And that's the thing that holds us up from so much other stuff. Like we could be focusing on things that can help move us forward and better us as, as an individual, as a race, as a whole, and not only just us, but even every every particular body. You don't matter what your race is. You and that race could be moving you and your race forward. If you focus on the right things. Now, I'm sick and tired of hearing if you don't judge me, they don't think this, they don't think that. Who cares? Why is that the most, the utmost importance of what someone thinks? So much so that you do things. Oh, oh my goodness, there's a scripture in the Quran today. It said that, um, it was saying that an honest person, um, a dishonest person, um, it basically was saying the energy and the effort that you put into putting on your deception is less energy than it would take to actually be it or do it the thing that you're putting on for <laughs> you know like and i thought that was like wow but we don't understand that though and that's why it's interesting that we often think of doing the right thing as the most difficult thing boring thing the most troublesome thing in the way thing the frustrating thing when it's the easiest thing possible you got to go against yourself and how you feel and everything else to do the opposite and it takes more work because it's not designed to be that way you got to put together a lie and a plan in order to be deceptive but to tell the truth that's all you got to do is that (laughs) um i just all i can say is this has been amazing and um, we're going to cut this one a little bit short. Don't make this. It's not going to be necessarily long one. I'm already recording it very late. Let me tell you about that, y'all. Being that I had these amazing last couple days, Wonderful Wednesdays is a little bit late. It's going to come out on Thursday, which is fine because I still got to it earlier. Technically, I haven't been a big yet, and I feel like the day don't change until I go to sleep and wake up unless we're going into the Sabbath. So... Um, and it still don't change the day for me, even though the Sabbath appears. Um, yeah, I feel like it's still Wednesday and I'm recording. Considering the fact that I did Tuesday and I normally record on Tuesdays, so yeah. well, not normally, but sometimes. But it's, it's, this has been, oh my goodness, I cannot express 
my joy and my gratitude right now. Like, <laughs> oh, words can't express how it feels to be living my dream. I'm so grateful. I mean, I'm so grateful. Uh, it's amazing. It is amazing. So let me tell you guys. Um, let me tell you about a the the difference in doing what you love, something that you're passionate about, and then just doing something for making money. Because when you do it and you love it, it's not about the money, and you're going to be great at it so much so that other people are going to love it. It's going to be unique, and it's going to be, you know, you. This is only one you. And I feel like that's what Heavenly Hands is. It is an extension of me. Good quality work. Very, very, very good. You're always going to get more than, you know, what... I feel like you're always going to get more of a service than what the price is. And that's my goal. That's my intention. I want, like, aromatherapy and stretches are free. I don't charge, um, like I travel a whole 30 miles. There's no convenience fee. Like I'll charge 30 miles before um, there's an additional charge and there's no convenience fee. Every platform charge a convenience fee. So when a person pay you on any of the apps, Cash App, PayPal, Venmo, you, get a, you don't get the whole thing, you know? But I don't make them pay that. And they're like, ah myself on quality work at affordable prices it's not about making the most money and of course I could make a whole lot more if I did other things but I'm proud of the fact that I don't that makes me happy it makes me happy that my company offers good work for a cheaper price I'm proud of it I don't need the top most dollar because I get to do what I love I am, and the thing is, you can't pay for that. There's no amount of money that can give me that. As the scriptures say, give freely as you have been given freely. I apply that to this in the sense that I don't have to do anything for the talent that he gave me. So why would I have to get the most out of it? It should be some, I shouldn't have a problem doing something for free. I wasn't given my talent or my passion. You know, I don't have to always try to get the most in the top and only go for the financial side when there's so much other things that are there and that are to it. But again, that's that's more so when it's something that you love and something that you're passionate about. You're not you're not going to get to the point where you're burnt out completely. So I encourage everyone to see what your passions are. See the see like. If you don't know already, see what you like. Give some things a try that you maybe haven't tried before. You'd be surprised at what you like. And just have fun with it. So, I'm pretty sure you guys can hear the calmness in my voice as well as the tiredness. I had a very full book today. I'm exhausted. I'm about to turn it in. Thank you all for being a part of Wonderful Wednesdays. I look forward to speaking to you next week with some more great news. I know it's going to be good news. I just already know it's going to be good news. I don't know what kind of news it's going to be and or if it's going to be other news in it, but I know it's going to be some good news. So until then, great day, beautiful people.